From the Pork Jackoff in Des Moines, Iowa, it's Pork Pod. Pork Pod, a look at the hot topics in today's pork industry. The Pork Jackoff is working for you through various forms of research, promotion, and consumer information projects. This is Don Wick speaking on behalf of the Pork Checkoff, and today our guest is Norman Basak, who is the Vice President of International Marketing for the Pork Checkoff. And Norman, as we move into this new year, give us an idea. What are uh, the marching orders for trade? What are we looking at as far as international marketing from the Pork Checkoff perspective? Well, Don, I think there's a couple things that you look at. You know, if you just a quick review of the numbers, we're sitting with record production um, in the U.S. and more hogs coming at us, and yet our values are, are holding pretty steady, and no doubt exports has played the role in helping keep those values up, and, and we continue to see the demand to be strong uh, for exports into 2020. Uh, obviously, ASF is one of the underwriting factors that continues to fuel that growth. I think the big thing for us uh, as we look at U.S. pork is to uh, is certainly take advantage of the opportunities we're going to have in China and the ASEAN markets that have been affected by ASF to take advantage of that trading opportunity. But we, at the same time, can't look past those customers and those countries that have been with us uh, for the long haul. And I'm, I'm really speaking of Japan and Mexico uh, it's very encouraging to go into this new year now that we have trade agreements in place um, and we can focus on, on continuing to build confidence and grow our volume in those critical markets. So I think there's a, 2020 will be a, a year of opportunity uh, from where ASF has affected some of these markets, but also opportunity in continuing to develop markets that have been around here for a while. Certainly, as you look at Japan and, and Mexico, we've got the new trade agreement now taking effect with Japan, and, and obviously we're moving forward on, on USMCA. Uh, big markets already. What kind of potential do you see as we, uh, as we look with those trade agreements? Well, I think, first and foremost, hats off to, uh, to our friends at uh, National Pork Producers, Council, Nick Giordano and his team have done a great job at, at making sure we have access to those markets and getting those agreements in place so that we can now go play ball in those markets uh, on an even playing field. Uh, that has not been the case here uh, most recently, and so it's, it's good to be back on an equal footing. You know, customers around the world, consumers around the world are looking for uh, a great tasting products that they can have confidence in buying, and pork is certainly fits that category. And I think we have, uh, as U.S. pork, have a tremendous value. Uh, we just need to go back into those markets and build confidence and build sustainable purchases behind those products now that, that, that we are on an even playing field. Um, and, and so... I think that's going back in and uh, engaging the right customers, talking to consumers about the the quality, safety, uh, and eating quality of the of the U.S. pork product. And I I think if we do that, we'll be just fine. So, all of this really done in combination with the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Exactly. We, you know, we invest our checkoff dollars through 
USMEF and, and by doing that are able to create even more value because we receive matching funds both from the US, uh, USDA uh, but then also uh, our friends in, in pork and, I'm sorry, our friends in corn and soybeans also contribute through those organizations. So it just amplifies the capability that we have to go out and, and promote, educate, uh, and also to, to find out the insights that will help the industry grow. Any different strategies for 2020? Uh, I think clearly... ASF um, and the and its impact has caused us to uh, look very closely at at the the way we do um, promotions in markets and in making sure that we're capitalizing on that trading opportunity. I think the the other place that we probably had a wake up call is if we look at some of the competitors that have been able to make inroads in some of our core markets like Japan and Mexico uh, and make sure that we have a strong message uh, that resonates with consumers and customers and differentiates U.S. pork from those other, those other options and put us, puts us uh, front and center with, with what we believe we can deliver. Um, and that's really what I mean by building confidence. We, I think, have to go back through the basics uh, and not t- take things for granted uh, and recognize that there are competitive options out there. So I think the strategy is, is very similar to, to where we've been, but sharpening our execution, especially in, in Japan, Mexico, Korea, um, is is where we need to focus in the next year. All markets, but I would say particularly those Asian markets, relationships are, are so very important. Does that mean more producers with, with boots on the ground and, and making those connections with buyers overseas? You know, producers, every time they go, uh, We Care, the We Care initiative really works. When producers talk about what they do in their operations and they can look a customer in the eye, and talk about the way that they're investing in pork and in meeting the needs both on animal welfare or on sustainability, uh, and talk about the success that they've had in producing more with less uh, and being a good steward of the environment. That really resonates and builds trust with those foreign consumers and really paves the way once that confidence is built for the commercial uh, sellers of pork, so the the commercial guys coming in and actually transacting the business, uh, it, it just paves the way and makes their job easier. So certainly see producers being boots on the ground and building confidence with U.S. pork and telling their story in, in the global markets in 2020. How does, how does the... U.S. product compare with with some of our competitors worldwide, Europe, Brazil, those kind of places? I I think very well. Uh, We have a unique uh, production system here uh, that gives us some tremendous tremendous advantages. I don't think there's many countries that can produce the quality of pork uh, as efficiently and as effectively as the U.S., there have been some competitors that have um, 
who have probably done a uh, a good job telling their story and and giving um, customers and consumers choices. Uh, so again, I think we've got to go back in and emphasize the quality, consistency, and value that our products offer. And while that may not satisfy every customer or consumer need, I believe it puts us in a, a strong leadership position. Thank you for listening to this edition of Pork Pod. For more information on this topic or the pork checkoff itself, visit pork.org.